And welcome to episode 395 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Welcome to Lockdown 2.0, bitches! (laughs) That's right. That's right. Shut it down. <clears throat> if you are not essential, shut that shit down. All right. Oh my. How are you, sir? I'm good. You? I'm not bad. Can't complain too too much. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> we have a fuck ton to get into. Yeah. But I, as always, I, I, I do want to like I, I I know you know we discuss this every week. Um, the the latest episode of Discovery and uh, the Mandalorian. Oh. Did you watch those? Oh yeah. Um, let's start with Discovery real quick. What would you what you think of that? I mean, I I thought of you immediately when uh I saw Cronenberg. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I thought immediately like Ian's just gotta be. Ian had to have gone yeah. from six to midnight. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, I thought the episode was good. Yeah, I liked it. I'm intrigued to see where this finishes off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. So. I mean, there's not really much to say about it. It's all that I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. There's not much I want to. It's kind of playing out. You know what I mean? So I just want to see how it plays out. I like the thing that I liked is, and we we kind of touched on this a few weeks ago, <laughs> and it's nice that they kind of came back to it because I was waiting for that, and that's that the computer with the the integrated sphere data. Yeah. Is kind of like trying to take care of the crew, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like trying to explain this to like the Starfleet personnel. And Cronenberg's like, "What the fuck? You did what? <laughs> you have what in your? Si- I I need to be alone with this. <laughs> you know, like that's what like right. tell, that's what Cronenberg's character was. He's like, no, 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 no. You can't handle this. This ship needs to be mine." Right, exactly. You know, but I, I like, and like, even like, you know, the Admiral was kind of like, you did what? And it does what? This ship is just full of mysteries. And you're right, from a right. thousand years ago. <laughs> so I, I did, I liked that. I thought that was kind of a cool thing. Um, overall, I, li- I liked the episode. I'm intrigued to see where it goes, like how it finishes. With part two. Right. Come on, so Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a very good episode. <laughs> and then, uh, The Mandalorian. <laughs> wow. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I knew it was going to be good as soon as as soon as Fett showed up in brand new and like fixed armor. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, who's the new girl? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, he looked good, dude. 
I mean, I mean, yeah, the 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 shined up armor looked nice, but I mean, the whole the whole thing with uh, Mando and Mayfeld, yeah, like everything about that episode I liked, right? Like in the, like even like the conversation like was like I mean obviously it's pointing it towards the story because you know when he puts on the stormtrooper armor, Mando does. You know, yeah. it may feel like, like, so what, which is it? Is it you can't show your face or you can't take off your helmet? Wh- which is it? It seems like you, whatever it is, it suits you. Right. You know, and like Mando crossing that line. I know. You know, that was huge because it, it, it tells you exactly what you need to know about Mando. He will do right. whatever it takes to get Groku back. And if that means showing his face, he's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's all that's important to him. Yeah. Not all, but... Yeah. Somewhat. <laughs> like, it, it's the thing that, like, a father would do. Like, by any means necessary to protect right. your child. You know? And I think that's what he's doing. Yeah. Because no, that's I would 100% like, agree. That's his child. Yeah. And I and I think having it that that like have like it's like one of those things where it's like I don't think he realized it until the kid was taken from him. Right. Like he like it was like I I need to get you to your kind I you know I need to get you to your people I need to get you to the Jedi. I need to, I need to get you off of this fucking ship. Right. Until now, where he's like, you know, fuck this. <laughs> right. Know, I am a proud mama bear coming for my cub. You know. Yeah, it is. You know, that's exactly what he became. You know. And like at the end, like I mean that the the threat, the the message to Moff Gideon that like I was like, oh shit, oh shit, he went there. And I know Moff Gideon like. He's like, whatever, but still, you have a Mandalorian after your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's impervious to a lot of their defenses, you know what I mean, as far as physically. Right. <clears throat> so, and not one, but two, sort of. Yeah. Of course, I don't think Moth knows that, but, you know, now you have two coming after you. The only thing that surprised me a little bit, I'm surprised what's-his-name didn't stay with him. Mayfeld? Yeah, I am for a little bit, just just for Empire clearances. I I was I was surprised he didn't, like, I thought for sure he was going to be like, when they were like, okay, you can go, I thought for sure he was going to be like, you know, and I want to see this through. Yeah. You know? But I think there's also a part of him that's still like, you know, deep down he's still like, even though he like he did the right like Oh my goodness, Ahsoka. Um he he did the thing, you know, like shooting that that lieutenant or that 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 officer. Yeah. And everything that was involved with that, like it's like his morals aren't there. Right. His morals are his morals. And it was more along the lines of 
you fucked me over and you fucked over my people, you know, right. my squad, you know, that, that, that was what kind of where Mayfeld is, you know? Right. So like the, the, the criminal, I, I don't think he has a criminal intent, <laughs> but I don't think he has a heroic intent either, which I right. like, you uh, know, which I yeah. like. I like the, I like when they showed that different sides of the empire. I like yeah. that hero's return type of shit. Yeah. Like yeah, they're, they're pulling in, everybody's saluting them and everything. Yeah, it was it was Yeah, but it was different. Yeah. Like it was like not what you're used to seeing. No. Like from a from a soldier level, it was a lot like the Republic. And yeah. I think they meant to show that. Yeah. But on a higher level it was completely different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of tells you, I and mean, it goes kind of deep, but, you know, on the soldier level, on both the Republic and the Empire, you know, there's reason there and there's camaraderie and, you know what I mean? Stormtroopers aren't just um, uh, mindless, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Like buffoons, I mean, there's a... There's a soldier aspect there, like a brotherhood. Right. Uh, and, and I like that. I like seeing that side. Yeah, like at the grunt level, it's like, I don't know if what I'm doing is right or wrong, but it's a paycheck. But, you know, we're a brotherhood and fuck those rebel scum. Exactly. You know, whereas. But that's kind of how war is, right? I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, each side thinks they're doing the good, the good fight. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, exactly. You're exactly right. Like, I mean, I'm sure if you would have asked any uh, any German foot soldier in World War II, you know, they they, they were right. You know. Sure, but the you have to look at the tr- where the true villainy lies. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, I like that that flip. I, I really found that very interesting. I, I, I was I bought it. I bought that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but I you know it was cool seeing him without his helmet on either. Yeah. You know, I thought that was cool too. Yeah. So I did like I saw a meme from last week's episode. You know, where Gideon's like, you know, with the chow after he's like tossing around the stormtroopers and kind of wears himself out and he's like, cuff them. And the guy's like, and the meme's like, we we have toddler size handcuffs. Maybe I am fighting for the wrong side. <laughs> you know, like, you know. Right. That made me laugh. I was like, fuck, you're right. Like, if you had toddler size handcuffs, that's fucked up. Right. But I thought the action sequences were good. I like how they showed how he was getting hurt. They made a point of that. Yeah. To show you what the Mandalorian armor is, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, like he wasn't used to that shit. He was bleeding, I think, at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was hurt. I mean, he was getting the shit beat out of him. And I like the fact that he was going all out, like he, it's almost like he forgot he didn't have his armor on. Right. And he was like, "Oh shit, that hurt. I'm not yeah. used to that one." And he kind of looked at his arm like, "This, this is shit." <laughs> right, protect exactly. from anything. It, well, exactly, but I mean, like, <laughs> it's almost like he forgot he was fighting like how he usually fights. 
Right. But this time he's fighting with pain. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? So I like that part of it too. I thought it was pretty neat. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. Overall, it's a very good episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to lead into next week's, which I believe next week is the finale. Yeah. It's going to leave off on a cliffhanger. I think so too. I don't I think, think they're so. going to get Grogo back, but no. I think they're going to come close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm intrigued to see where it all goes. Yeah, I think they'll cliffhang it for sure. Yeah. So, as as I said, though, we have a fuck ton to unpack this week. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, on Thursday was the Disney investors meeting. Yeah. Now, I was expecting some announcements. I was not expecting to be treated like a a 19-year-old in a Bukkake movie where it just kept hitting me in the face. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this was just like, here's some news, and here's some news, and here's some news. I was like, oh, oh, right on my face. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was like, wow, so much. (laughs) There's an image that I just I know right now Stork is gonna write in about. Fad two dolls. This is gonna be two different reactions. I'm gonna get a, re- a reaction from Stork is gonna be like, that's just disgusting. And it'll be a reaction from Thad in his email like, yeah, the cocky movies. I love them. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> welcome to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> but. I want to. I want so I want to. We might as well just start with Star Wars, since in Lucasfilm. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll go to Marvel, which had a shit ton of stuff announced as well. So, I I, I think the to me the biggest announcement that came out of this was we now know what the next movie is going to be. Yeah. And that's going to be Rogue Squadron. Yeah. And that's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who has directed the the two Wonder Woman movies. Um, How do you pull I, that? Well, I, 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 it depends on, how, like, where you're going to set this. Like, I, I saw somebody had put up, like, a... A timeline. It was like in starting, like where the new stuff was going, and they yeah. had Rogue Squadron after the la- uh, the Rise <laughs> of Skywalker. Yeah. And I, in my opinion, like in because it, it, in the the tease, you know, that they showed at the the investors meeting, Patty Jenkins said that she wants to make the greatest, you know, dog fighting movie ever. Oh my god! Essentially, I mean, first of all, that, <laughs> that that's that that's a lot to chew when you're talking about Star Wars. I mean, between Rogue One and then Return of the Jedi, there's some amazing dog fighting scenes. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I think it, so. In my opinion, if you're if that's what you're looking to do, if you are looking to do that. 
then you then you're going to be setting this like five years after, like in the same time period as the Mandalorian. Right. You know, where you're fighting a remnant of the Empire. Right. You know, and that all leads to like, you know, you so you do it as a trilogy and it leads to the Battle of Jakku. Right, right, right. You know, because that's like pretty much known as the, the last stand of the of the Imperial remnant. Right, right, right. You know, so why not? Like, I mean, that seems like to be the perfect timeline for that that type of storytelling. Right. Um, I'm all about a dogfight movie. Yeah. And like centering in on, I, I think that we've talked about that before, though, about possibly doing a a series or film on just the the uh, pilots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a natural, like, there was a, a series of books that's, you know, now considered the Legends series, wow. but there were a series of books about Rogue Squadron. Mm. That, and they were very successful and very popular um, among Star Wars fans. So, like, I'm hoping there's a little bit of a nod to those books in a way. Right. Yeah. Um, to, to, to continue that tradition. Yeah. But that just seems to make the most sense. Yeah, it's like it's almost like they need to create like a super top gun for Star Wars. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm all yeah, about. That. I mean, this. I like the idea of it. Like, it's about the pilots. I like the idea that it's you know. You know, she wants to go, you know, hardcore into like dog fighting because of like her background with her dad being uh, an F4 pilot that got shot down. Uh-huh. You know, stuff like that is very interesting to me. And so, like, I, 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 I've, and I like Patty Jenkins. I, I mean, I like what she did with the the first Wonder Woman movie. I think, you know, we both agree that that's a, a really well done movie. Probably the one of the best they've put out. Yeah. Or the and, best. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Wonder Woman 1984 looks very good, you know. Fingers crossed for Christmas. Yeah, we're close. Yeah, but um, so it's one, it's, it is one of those things where like I'm like I like the pick the person they've picked to direct the movie, and I I like the the theme of the movie. Like you know, I, this excites me to no end. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be real good. Right. And then, you know, we we got the the announcement. Um, that the Cassian Andor show is right now in like production, and Kenobi. Oh, they announced that that um Hayden Christensen will be coming back to play Anakin. Interesting, right? I do find it interesting. Well, it wouldn't be Anakin; it would be Vader. But what would be the point of bringing back Hayden Christensen if you're putting him in the armor? You know um, what I mean? Yeah, I, I realize that. But timeline purposes, it doesn't make, I mean, it doesn't fit. Unless it's just like, um, you know, looking into the past type of shit. Well, I thought about that, like, and I mean, the problem is, like, if you look at Hayden Christensen, the dude is aged, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, he, he doesn't no. look like 
Hayden Christensen from 20 years ago. I agree, but when does Kenobi supposed to take place? Um, I believe you know the, the time frame I've heard is 10 years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. After Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So he's already turned. Right. So like my my, my thinking is that it's it's got to be something like where it's either it, you're right it's either a a flashback to something with Obi-Wan and Anakin or he has a force vision about what Anakin could have been if he hadn't fallen. Uh, I don't know. I... Cuz I mean it's got to it's got to be I think one of the things is going to become clear is you know, he is going to have a lot of problems with the fact that like Anakin turned. Sure. You know, like, I, I I can't imagine like him spending like twenty years in the desert and he's just not like Man, how did I fuck this up? What did I do wrong? Like blaming himself. And I could see where that would affect him. And, you know, it, it, the, somehow the, you know, the force gives him a vision of what Anakin could have been. Yeah, I know, but that wouldn't make sense either. Depends on the story. Like, I, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know how you fit Hayden Christensen into this is like the thing. Like, uh, you know, as a flashback, man, you're going to be doing some computer touch ups on Hayden Christensen. You know, yeah, I mean, you just you are the dude's age, right? Right, yeah, I know. Um, and so, uh, like, other than that, like, I just I don't see where, yeah, I just, I just don't want it to be Ben Kenobi roaming around the desert, you know, on a dewback, yeah, you know what I mean? Not that I think it's gonna be that, um, but I'm. My thinking is, I, I don't think he's going to spend his entire time on Tatooine. No, neither do I. <clears throat> I mean, that's a he's boring not... fucking movie. Huh? That's a boring fucking series. Yeah, and I don't think it's his entire time is going to be on Tatooine. Um, he's going to be doing other things. Put it that yeah. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, it's like. I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect. Right. But I, I do not see how Hayden Christian, Christensen is going to play a major part of the Kenobi series. It no, might dude, be a it, one or two episode thing. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a one episode deal. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be, you know, no. every episode there's flashbacks of him and, you know, I, I just don't see it happening. Right. Um. So I, I I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. I, I'm skeptical because I, I just don't know. I, I, I'm hoping it's just not going to be completely on Tatooine. Or, you know, Kenobi's running around in random cantinas getting drunk. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But because it's you and McGregor, I watch it. <laughs> yeah. I just I wrecked my do back. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I guess I want. I mean, even if it is that, like that's what I I will watch that because it's you and McGregor doing it. Well, I'll watch anything that you and McGregor's in. Right. 
And it's going to be good because it's him, right? Right. I mean, he's going to make the show a star, even if it's a fucking shit can. Yeah. So, but, I mean, like, if it, if it is a drunken Kenobi who's, like, just wrecking his do-backs, like, I'm, I'm all in on that, you know? I'm yeah. right there. But, I don't know. We'll see. I'm just excited they're making it. Yeah. It's no, just so not a form of Kenobi that I want. So I, I want to see what they interject in. No, I agree. Does I, that make I think, sense? No, it, you know it, what does. I mean? like, it does. And I, and I think like in like a, a 40 minute format, I think it's only like, you know, eight or nine episodes. It's a one shot series. I think you can do a, a, a nice, little story yeah you know but uh so that and like i said we had the, the announcement that cassian andor is in production mm. um the bad batch which is you know a seek a, a, a spin-off of the clone wars um that's going to be coming out within the next few months yeah uh but the, then they get into the big announcements um, Ahsoka is going to have her own TV show with Rosario Dawson. Yeah. And uh, Rangers of the New Republic, which I'm assuming is going to have something to do with uh, uh, Cara Dune. Okay. And both of those shows do, they did say take place during the timeline of The Mandalorian. Nice. So. I mean, clearly, like the Ahsoka episode is kind of like a a backdoor pilot in a way, setting the tone for what that series is going to be. I'm I'm going to assume. Yeah. And uh, I'm guessing like this, the, these last couple episodes of The Mandalorian are also kind of doing the same thing for Cara Dune. Okay. Um. And then then they announced um they're gonna do an anime series like it's a bunch of one shots called Star Wars Visions okay um there was a droid show that I really didn't catch much about I believe it's gonna be anime. and then uh the acolyte which they described as a mystery thriller. That takes place at the end of the High Republic. Okay. So this is actually taking place years before the Phantom Menace. Okay. Because like you know, Lucasfilm announced like that they're they're doing all that stuff. I guess it's releasing next month. They start releasing it. Um, about the High Republic. Okay. So it's kind of interesting they're doing like this show is going to be taking place at the end of the High Republic or near the end of the High Republic. Yeah. So we'll get a a live action version of that. And then uh then they, they then they announced the show that I'm sure um you'll be buying the uh the old malt liquor for. <laughs> yeah. That's a Lando show. Yeah. Now, they didn't announce anything about it, but the assumption is that, that it'll be uh, Donald Glover. I hope so. 
Oh, so do I. Yeah, I hope so. Because to me, I, I think he played Lando perfect. Like, I would even love, like, for each episode to open up with Billy D. Williams, <laughs> like, at a card table. And you think, let me tell you about this time, boys. And, he, you know, and he's like, he, like, narrates the show in a way. Like, you know, and, but it's, you know, about the young Lando Calrissian as Donald Glover as Lando. Yeah, and just kind of, like, introducing it and then, you know. Yeah. One time I was in Jakku, and yeah, and then you know, shot scenes of Falcon. You know yeah. what I mean? I met this lady on Alderaan. You know, it'd be cool if they brought back what's her name too. Um, the droid. Oh yeah, I, I think I depending on where the, this is the thing. Like it depends on when it takes place. Like if if so, if it takes place before Solo. Then yeah, you could do that. But if it takes place after Solo, clearly you can't. Yeah, you can't. So it all depends on where they decide to put that in the timeline. Because that droid was, what's her name? Playing that droid was really good. Yeah. What's her name from Game of Thrones? Was her right? No, the chick from Game of Thrones was uh, Kira. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I can't. They got some comedian to to do. L7. Are you sure? She does. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I want L7. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be cool. I'm not denying that. For sure. But, but I mean, don't you want like a, a Lando and, and Lobot buddy movie? For show? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. You're not down with that at no. all? No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Lando and Lobot doing their thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> when Lando's getting ready to make a move, you, you see Lobot go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Lobot always reminded me of like <clears throat> one of the uh, droids at the computer in the black hole. Oh yeah, I can see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he just, I just had that sense about him. Like, he's not really human. Like, he's yeah. completely synthetic. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but oh my god. Anyway, so on, on top of all of that, so you get all this Star Wars goodness just getting splashed on your face. Um, they also announced that officially they are doing a fifth Indiana Jones movie. I heard that. Yep. And it will be the final one. Well, I, that's if he makes it to this one. Right. But I mean, I, I think the thing that they were trying to stress is that no one else will ever play Indiana Jones. Right. Which I don't buy. I, I, I can see them in 10 years kind of rebooting it with some young actor. Saying, eh, yeah, time those times go out and buy, and it's a good franchise, you know. But that, like, that, that they're they're trying to emphasize that this will be the last Indiana Jones movie. It's gonna be. I certainly hope so. I mean, and, and I hope it's better than the Crystal Skull. Yeah. 
That's a stinker. Who's directing it? Uh, I know it's not Spielberg. I don't know precisely who is, but I know it's not Spielberg. Yeah. And the other, the other big thing that Lucasfilm announced as part of the, the Disney Investors Day is they are doing a Willow t- TV series. I know. I saw that, too. Yeah. Now, I mean, do, do you want to see Old Man Warwick Davis throughout the entire show, or do you want him to be, like, in the first episode, and then it's, like, a younger generation of... Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Right. You know, is this is this Willow after? Um, I, I'm assuming after. Um, yeah, ask you well after. Yeah. Because I mean, again, you know, Warwick Davis is a. Uh, Agreed. You know, you know, I mean, like, I mean, he's 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 aged. Yeah. He does not look the same way he did in 1985. Well, of course not. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, I, I I do not know. I, I think they should. I think it just should be a complete not. It, it should be a complete reboot after the movie, actor wise. Right. Yeah, because you know. I mean, they announced Warwick Davis as a part of it. Uh, well, you have to, right? Right, but I mean, like, it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, you have to ask the question, like, you know, how much of a part of it is he? Like, is he just in the pilot episode and that's it? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. Right. And the Val Kilmer character. Could yeah, Matt, what, Matt Martin isn't coming back. What's that? Matt Martin isn't making a comeback. No. No, he's not. But you know. Yeah. If you're gonna shoot it after, you know, Laura Dan and. Teenage years, you know what I mean, or whatever. You have to recast right. those parts, right? I mean, you have to, right? I mean, I don't think Willow's Billy Barty right now. But I mean, he's like no, he is getting not. old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which finger will you choose? <laughs> <laughs> Next on Pornhub. No, I'm just You went full legend. Unbelievable. <laughs> I always wanted to throw an egg. I, you know, I, as a kid, I threw acorns at things to see if they would turn to stone. <laughs> you know? Mr. Kicks. Poor fucking cat, you know? Yeah. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I blinded so my cat looking at you with disgust. Really well, it seems. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyway. But so I, that, I'm looking forward to a Willow. If if they keep it in the same vein and the same same essence of the movie, I think I'll like it. Right. Yeah. So on on the flip side, then. Marvel took the stage. Yep. And uh, and they they announced that WandaVision, which we already knew, was coming out in January. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was coming out in March. 
Loki's coming out in May, and What If, an animated series, is coming out in the summer. So, but they did the the big the, the, they did release their first look trailers for Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Right. So, I guess, uh, what did you think of those two trailers? Um, they look good. I mean, um. I mean, they look good. I mean, there's certain aspects I liked. I, I'm not like on the hype level where I'm like super excited about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I think it would be a good series to watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> no, I agree. They're coming out with these TV shows after Endgame, right? So, I mean, how do you live up to that? And so, for right now, you know, you're putting out these sub series, which which is fine. You know, I it's just I'm not saying that it's not what I want because I do because I love um what's his name I can't think of his name right now but what's his name to play is Loki um, Tom Hiddleston Tom Hiddleston yeah um I love the actor yeah and he's fantastic I just hope the series does justice to how he can act because he can act very well um. Yeah. And the Falcon Winter Soldier, yeah, it looks good. I mean, there's some good aspects that I saw um, with it, you know, with the armor and, the, you know, everything about it. I mean, there was a lot of things that I really liked. Um, the one thing I really didn't understand about Sam at that point, though, there was one one scene I saw where he kind of like went rogue from the Winter Soldier, which I did not understand that. But maybe maybe the show will tell me more. Yeah. But, like, Sam wasn't a rogue kind of guy. Sam was a team player always. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't understand that aspect of why all of a sudden he would just be, like, yeah, doing his own thing. I I also, though, like, and I'm I'm sure you didn't either. Like, I mean, I know in the comic books, you know, Cap does give Sam the shield. Yeah. And, like, you know, that was well after I stopped reading comic books. So, like, I don't know how... Sam's behavior at that like you're right like the Sam Wilson I know has always been a team player it's always like you know I'll follow Cap anywhere you know well now he's kind of like the leader yeah with that shield comes leadership right and I wasn't seeing that right. so I, I don't know what that was about like I don't know it was almost com- it was almost treating him like a second class citizen meanwhile the Winter Soldier is like he's the Winter Soldier. I mean, he's is the ultimate fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he could probably kick your ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. He's stronger than you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So I'm not really quite understanding that. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's I'm a super soldier for Christ's sakes. I mean, there's what, no what, abilities with Sam. Right. Aside from his armor. Yeah. Outside that armor. I agree. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, the shield is a weapon. It's not just a shield. And, you know, I don't, you know, Sam can't weld that. Agreed. You know. um, He can. Yeah. The Winter Soldier can. Yeah, the, the the thing that most intrigues me about like 
out, out of those three series, though, like I'm I'm excited for Loki. Don't get me wrong, because I like Hiddleston as Loki, and I'm intrigued to see what they do with that character. And that looks kind of quirky, which I like. Yeah, you know, um, and and Wandavision again. It looks it it, it intrigues me because it's you know they may be dipping their toe into the multiverse at this yeah. point. You know, it's supposed to tie in with Doctor Strange a bit. Um, but the Falcon and Winter Soldier intrigues me the most because that's going to give us our biggest look at what is life like post Endgame. Right. You know no, what I mean? Like that. Agree. And, yeah. and that, that intrigues me a great deal because to me, that's going to tell me how the rest of the cinematic universe sets up. Yeah, I I agree with you. I you know I think it's a jump. You know, like yeah, what's going on type of deal. I tell you what, though, I I'm still not sold on one division. Now I may change my tune after I watch it. Um, I uh, I am just not sold on it. I'm not. I, I, right. I actually, I think it looks. Uh, some of the things I see actually look kind of dumb. And like, I, I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I yeah. don't know. I guess no. I'm just gonna have to wait and see it. Yeah, like I, I'm. Intri- I'm very intrigued to see how this whole, the, how one division plays out. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, and, and I think they've they've kind of marketed it that way on purpose. Yeah, as like. I, this just looks screwy and and right. I don't get it but I think at the end of the day like you know it's going to work itself out I hope so yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like just because I'm just I'm not following it yeah I, I mean don't get me wrong I like the art design behind it I think it's really cool yeah but it just doesn't fit for me it just doesn't tie in I mean, are we delving into her psyche or, I mean, like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I, I don't know. The no, best, I agree. The best part of, of her, um, my God, when she starts stripping Thanos' armor. Yeah. That is, that is who I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is the, that is the comic, um... That I know. Right. Uh, it's almost like when she became self-aware and then start entered herself into battle there. Right. That was fucking unbelievable. That is the that is the witch that I know, and that's the witch that I want. Right. And so anything yeah. outside of that is kind of like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, well, nah. I mean, what I, what I find interesting is, is like, the thing you have to remember is, so at the end of Endgame, I mean, I mean, she in her mind it it's literally been moments since you know vision was destroyed mm. twice you know and and so for for her like i i can like it's like so it did, has she snapped like in her because of her power she you know right yeah i mean there's a lot of 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 stuff that like really intrigues me about like the possibilities of what the show could be, especially when you talk about like 
and it's going to tie into Doctor Strange with the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm like, oh, okay, I'm 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 cool with that. Yeah, you know, so so through the multi Multiverse of Madness, are we bringing back? I don't know. I mean, like. I don't know. You have some things going on here with, with you know, especially X-Men, um, on how you're going to tie everything in. Right. You know what I mean? And to tell you the truth, the, the greatest thing about, well, aside from, I mean, there's been a couple. Um, just not Apocalypse. I mean, everything outside of Apocalypse is actually pretty good. <clears throat> but um, when you start bringing these guys in, uh, are you bringing Quicksilver back in? And are you well, going to bring I mean, this Quicksilver that we love? Because this is the Quicksilver that we absolutely love. You know what I mean? Well, apparently they're bringing them both in. Oh, Christ. But that's the thing. Like, you're dealing with the multiverse. Like, so, like... I, I mean, I, I saw where they're doing both both versions of Quicksilver in the show. Like, it, it's going to be fucked up. It's it's going to be, yeah. You know, I mean, that's the point of the show is that it's, you know, if she's cracking open the multiverse with using her powers, alone, right. You know, like yeah, it, it, <clears throat> it's going to be a a mind fuck of a show. Yeah, and I just like the the fact of. Uh... I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought the Quicksilver was okay. But I just felt that the... I can't even believe I'm saying this. But I I, I felt that the X-Men Quicksilver was more true to form. Or maybe it's just more of what I wanted to see. I I think the interpretation of Quicksilver was better in X-Men. Well, the the, the problem becomes, like, with X-Men, you say that because he has daddy issues. Right. Which is what Quicksilver has in real life. Correct. In, in the comic books, I mean. It was more true to form, I guess. Right. Where, you know, because of the restrictions Marvel had, they couldn't give him those daddy issues that you know the character has. Marvel, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I like the daddy issues. Right, so do I. Yeah, that's a I big. Mean, like, that's a big part of. It's a huge story. Yeah, and it's a huge storyline between her, him, and Magneto. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a, right. You know. There's a lot of. There's a lot of stories. You know what I mean? Like yeah. based on that. Right. And um. No, I I get that. I mean that that's the problem. Like the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe version of 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 Wanda is, is she's born of the the mind jump. Right. That's where her powers were derived from or given to her right. from. You know. Right. So that's the thing. And uh, you know, but still I, I I'm very intrigued to see how this all plays out. Right. Like, I'm 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 intrigued by WandaVision, but Falcon and Winter Soldier is one I'm most looking forward to just because I want to see what the world is like post endgame. Right. God, they just did silver so good in Marvel. Yeah. I mean uh Fox or whatever, you know, one of the few things Fox got right. It was perfect. Yeah, I mean, the way they filmed it, it was kind of like, like Matrixy. Yeah. You know what I mean? At certain points, it was just, God, he was perfect. It was just, it was just so, it was just so well done. Yeah. 
It really was. I mean, like, God, it was so good. They did a uh, lot. They did a lot better, I have to say. Um, they did a lot better um, after that. After um, those X-Men series. When they got into first class and above, it, it well, was better. Okay, well, I mean, okay, I, I look at it this way. Aside okay. from Apocalypse. Right. Well, no. No, you, you can't say that. Because Dark Phoenix is a, the fucking... Yeah, Dark it, Phoenix. It, it, Dark Phoenix ranks right up there with Catwoman and fucking uh, Elektra. <laughs> As worst movies ever fucking made. Mm. Agreed. Okay. Um. I mean, I, I I'll give Let fuck. Let it go down like that. I mean, like that. That's the that's the problem. Is like, you have this fucking cash cow, and like, very few times in cinematic history, um, when you do a when you can do a full reboot and it and is it's successful. You know what I mean? Like not it wasn't a total reboot, but I mean sort of. In many ways, yeah. I mean when you're doing X-Men again, um, you know, you had an okay run with the first one. And then you do first class and above, and then you start getting really good. And then you do and, and then you end it with Dark Phoenix. It's just like oh man. Yeah. What, no, what happened? You know, like what what transpired here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who thought this was a good even idea? Apocalypse. I mean, when Apocalypse, and there were some good moments in Apocalypse, there were, but there's no way that they showed the true right. Apocalypse. Right. There's no way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, you had the actors to carry the movie, but it just wasn't a good movie. Right. I mean, how can you fuck it up with Fassbender and McAvoy? I mean, well, they, seriously. They found a way to do it. Yeah. So, all right. I'm sorry. I know. That's I was, okay. I know I bitch about X Men, and it's like my crutch because it was one of my favorite comics. And when I see it fucked up, I get really defensive about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they they, they kind of reannounce shows that we already know that they're making um moon knight she hulk hawkeye and miss marvel they're doing hawkeye yeah with him with renner yeah thank god and Haley satinfeld all right the girl from uh, the bumblebee movie yeah yeah i like her yeah that's his daughter um i don't think she's playing his daughter i can't kate I can't remember what the last name is. It's not his daughter, but it's like his protege. Kate Bishop, I want to say. Well, his daughter eventually become well, whatever. Yeah. I won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, can, I'm, I'm glad Renner's still in it because yeah, I like it. Yeah, so do I. Um, um, they confirm that they're making, from a movie standpoint, Captain Marvel 2. Um. Black Panther 2 is a go. And they confirmed that Chadwick Boseman will be the only actor to ever play T'Challa. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm not quite sure where they're going to go with that. 
as far as who's going to be the next Black Panther, but they're not replacing Chadwick Boseman, which I like. Yeah. And then comes three big announcements. One of them is a TV series. I think I think t- three of these are a TV series. Um, Secret Invasion. Oh yeah. With uh, Sam Jackson. Makes sense. Yeah. Which I I I, I like that they're doing it as a TV series. In a way. Yeah. Like I I wonder how much how much more leeway they have with these shows as far as who who they can put in them character wise okay like it was abundantly clear like with agents of shield like other than sam jackson showing up for an episode you were never ever ever going to see the avengers on that show Right. And with the Netflix series, while they're supposed to take place in the same universe and they make plenty of references to the, like, you know, the Avengers. Right. You were never, ever, ever. I don't even think you saw Stark Tower in any of the, like the, those shows. Right. You know? Um, so I, I wonder like, okay, it's secret invasion, but, like secret invasion is going to require more than Sam Jackson. Yeah, I mean, like this is like, well, yeah, secret it, invasion it, it was an event. The question: Are they going to play it down, or are you going to integrate? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. But it's like it's one. It's just it's it's one of those things where it's like. Like to me, the Secret Invasion should be the culmination movie. You know what I mean? Like that that should be the next Avengers movie. Okay. Like just because it's such a massive event. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that that that's kind of like how I feel about Secret Invasion. Like it, it it was like a massive crossover for Marvel with all their titles. And, you know, at the end of the day, to beat back the scrolls, it took everybody, you know. Right. So, like, again, like, so it becomes, like, at the end of this, like, you know, if so if this is an eight to ten episode series, by episode ten, I better have every motherfucker showing up to beat back the scrolls. <laughs> right. You know. But you're not going to get that in a TV series. No, you're not. So, like. Like, I, I'm intrigued to see how it plays out. I'm excited for it because I like that storyline. But at right. the same time, there's a part of me that's like, ah, this, this is how this this should be done. Right. You know. Um. They then they announce um Armor Wars. That'll be uh a Don Cheadle vehicle. Jesus. Well, and again, like it's like one it's like one of those things where like like from like the an Iron Man standpoint, that was a huge storyline. Yeah. And they still want to go ahead with it. And it's like, you know, um, War Machine defending the legacy of, of Tony Stark. Right. Like if somebody else is, finally gets, like the America's worst nightmare is somebody else getting their hands on this technology. Yeah. 
Tony's worst nightmare was somebody else getting his hands on this technology, and somebody does finally figure it out, apparently. And yeah. now it's up to, to Rhodey to put that menace down. Um, they also announced Ironheart, which is like within the past two years, they, they launched this comic book, and it's like this this young girl who has a, a Tony Stark level of intelligence who figures out how to make her own armor. Okay. Now, in the comic book, Tony kind of takes her under his wing. Right. A, a la, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, a lot of that storyline, you could tell kind of like probably, they probably influenced each other. Yeah. Um, but, so, I'm intrigued to see how this plays out. I mean, they, they announced it's a, the same kind of concept. The young girl comes up with the armor idea herself, you know. But who who's going to be her mentor, in a way? Right, right, right. And, and the last big announcement that they made um, in 2022, we will get the, our first look at the Marvel Cinematic Uni- Cinematic Universe version of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I'm now, praying. I, I know that's, you know. I mean, we've said Reed Richards needs to be in this universe eventually. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, the others are kind of sub characters compared to Richards being in a major Marvel movie. Right. Because of his mind. I mean, right. Richards has always been the center, right? Not always, but I mean, in big team ups, it's always it's right. Richards. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Well, I mean, he was a member of the Illuminati. Right. You know, he has his fingers in so many things in the Marvel cinematic in the Marvel universe. Um, right. I, I I think I, I think this is perfect. Like if it was me, I mean, this would be like the race between Victor Von Doom and Reed Richards to figure out who's the smartest man on earth now that Tony Stark is dead. Right. You know. Right, right. That's the way I would be playing it myself. Now, the big thing is, like, um, the guy who's directing this has directed the, the last two Spider-Man movies. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I've appreciated how he's approached the Spider-Man movies. Because he's approached them like like they're John Hughes movies, right? You know what I mean. Um, I hope he takes a completely different attitude towards the Fantastic Four, though. I hope so. Um, it could be the introduction of Victor Von Doom, um, which I think is huge. Yeah. Um it's huge to the universe. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm hoping that they do do that. I mean it's it's it not it's not just huge, it's almost monumental. Right. <laughs> I I know that you know people that have listened to the podcast know that I'm a huge Doom fan. Right. But at the same point he's probably one of the 
most sinister villains in Marvel in the Marvel universe. Right. I mean, he is the man. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, you know, outside of celestial, whatever. You yeah. know that whole thing. But Doom is pretty much the ultimate villain. Um, yeah. And so I think this will be a good introduction for him. Um, so we'll see. We'll, if they go that route. If And if they don't, I'm okay with that. Cause, but, well, Victor well, Von Doom has to be part of the original. No, he like, if you think about it, and all, like, and this is the thing I've heard, and when I heard somebody say this to me, I, it made sense. Okay. The, you know, since we're talking about the same guy who directed Spider-Man, What's the one thing we haven't seen in a Spider-Man movie yet? The Green Goblin. Like, the Green Goblin is, you know, he's Spider-Man's version of the Joker. He's his number one villain. I agree. Yeah, we have not seen true Green Goblin. We've only seen Hop. Right, but but in 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 these two Spider-Man movies, there's... No mention of of Oscorp, nothing. Right. There's no Green Goblin. It, you know, he's gone with lesser villains, in a way, um, because you've had the Green Goblin done twice. Right. Okay. Really, three times if you you know if you go with like a kind of a Hobgoblin in there in, the, in Spider-Man three. Yeah. Um. So. I could see where they would say, like, well, man, we've done three Fantastic Four movies, and we've done Doom in all three of those movies, and Doom has sucked. Let's get away from Doom. Yeah, but they never represented Doom right. Right, I agree, but you just said they also didn't represent Green Goblin right. Yeah, I don't think so. So, like, I could see where, like, if I'm going to reboot the Fantastic Four, Mm -hmm. I want to get, like... I have to do it with you have to do the Fantastic Four, but let me give him a completely different villain. Right. Let me go in a whole different direction villain wise. And go Galactus? I mean Well, I don't think you go Galactus. I don't I mean, even know that. Big. Big. Yeah. But I mean like maybe the Super Scroll. Kang. Kang, maybe, yeah. I don't know. But I mean if you if you're coming off of a secret invasion plot line on disney plus having the super scroll cup hang around makes sense yeah yeah so i mean like to me like it's just and it may, I, I, i'm with you like i want to see doom i prefer that they do doom and do doom right but i can Maybe see where they're gonna say movie or a third movie <laughs> yeah like like let's get away from doom because you know Well, you have to go to a certain point, too. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> is the Fantastic Four aged out? I mean, do their powers really even make sense at this point? Well, as a team of four, yes. Right. I mean. Because no single one of them is overpowered. Yeah, no, I, I I understand, but I mean, is it? And it's like, 
the question becomes like, what's Reed Richards' real, real superpower? Is it that he's elastic or is it that he's the smartest man on the planet? Correct. But, you know, would if you put the Fantastic Four up, uh, up against your best X-Men team, I mean, who would win? Right. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, no, I understand your point. But at it's, the same time, I, I mean, who's more important to the Marvel Universe, X-Men or Fantastic Four? Agreed. At this point, I, I would say it's the Fantastic Four. For Reed? Well, I, I think all four of them. Like, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you're right. Like, Reed, Reed Richards is the most important character. They need to get him in. They, they need his brain. Yeah, but they also need Xavier. At some point, yes. You know what I mean? But I think Reed Richards is more important, and I, I think, unlike X-Men, enough time has now passed where you could say, okay, let's go ahead and do this. I get you. But as, as time goes further and further along, I, I'm worried that... Uh, now I'm worried how you're going to bring the X-Men in. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, as time keeps going further and further along in this universe that they've created, I'm worried that it's almost gone... I think it's gone too far now without the X-Men, but how are you going to introduce them into the fold? I don't Maybe know. the multiverse fixes that. Maybe. You know, five, six years down the line. Right. You know, but that's the thing. Like, it, so it, it is, I, I get your point. Like, yes, at some point you have to introduce the X-Men, but like in many ways, Marvel treats the X-Men like the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel universe. Well, right, right now they are. Yeah. Like I'm talking about like, from a comic book standpoint. Right. Like they're comic books. Like even though they sell the best, like it's like it's the X-Men and the shit that they do. And then there's everybody else. Like everybody else is working together and working hard. And then there's the X-Men out doing their own thing. Right. Right. You know, so. Now, I don't know how much of that is like, you know, well, fuck Fox, (laughs) you know, but still, I mean, it it is like it's either a weird thing or it's like like in the comic books, it's like the X-Men are just kind of like off doing their own thing right 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 so i don't know All right, so after all, all of that, yeah, that's a lot. It is so much goodness. <laughs> thank you, Disney. I want to thank my Disney overlords for giving me all this goodness. <laughs> that is true. Oh, what's funny is it's like like so last week wb comes out 
you know, and like we're putting all of our movies on HBO Max same day as release in theaters. Like, like you know, and Disney's like, oh really? Yeah, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my beer, and you know, like throws all of this shit at you. And you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, I know. But but speaking of 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 HBO, HBO Max. Apparently they've pissed quite a few people off. Really? Well, with their announcement, um, they they well first off, I mean they they pissed off uh, legendary films. Okay. Okay. So legendary films says they have a partnership with Warner Brothers for distribution. Their two big movies coming out next year are are is uh. You know, Kong versus Godzilla. Right. And Dune. Those are two legendary pictures. Now, with legendary pictures, they foot the majority of the bill for production. Like, I, I think it's like a 75-25. Like, they, they put up 75% of the money to have a movie made. Warner Brothers puts up 25%, and then Warner Brothers distributes it under their banner. Okay. Okay. So the problem becomes legendary pictures is like, what the fuck you mean you're putting these our movies out on your streaming service same day? Mm. We're not done with this. We're not done with this at all. Right, right. You know, like they're they're hugely pissed off about this. Yeah. And like I, I gotta say, like maybe like like I get I get it. Like I do, right? Um, you know, Dennis uh, Villanueva, the guy who directed Dune, he's come out and said that you know Warner Brothers is only about their bottom line, and uh, trying to get as many subscribers to their their service as possible. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Nolan came out, who, you know, all of his movies are WB movies. And uh, he's come out and he has said that um, he, you know, I, he, he's he's a guy who like, you know, I make movies to be released in the movie theater, not on TV. Like if you're right. watching my movies on TV, you're not getting it. You have to, you, they're meant to be seen on, on a movie screen. Right. Um, you know, he's 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 very much an artiste. Um, and I love the guy. Like, I, no, you're not, I love Christopher Nolan. He makes some some amazing movies. Right, and he shoots the shit out of you know his stuff, but uh, and I get their complaint to a certain extent, but like at the same time, like, like you're defending a dying medium. It feels like, right, you know. No, I know, and like, and I get a lot of what people are saying too. Like, it, they're they're ta- some of the stuff that they're talking about is like you know, back end deals for actors. Um, and, and producers even, uh, where, you know, if a movie makes so much money, they get added on to, to what they make. Um, you know, so I get what they're saying, but at the same time, like, I guess I feel like, like HBO is, or Warner Bros is just trying to get ahead of the curve on what, what's the reality is. Don't you? Yeah, I do. I don't 
I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, the true bottom line is people want to get paid. I mean, yeah, I mean, money is the root to all evil. No, but I mean, money is the root to this whole source. So if you got to think about it, if Legendary thrown in 75%, you know what I mean? Right. And Warner Brothers is only throwing 25 and saying, hey, we're going to release this on our network. Then Legendary is like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? We're not getting a cut of the subscription sales. No, we're not. I mean, alone with the back end deals with, you know, actors and stuff like that. But again, Legendary is getting screwed in the long run. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I can see their complaint. I mean, I can see their argument. Right. I mean, it's very obvious. And... Right. I mean, just on the fact that, they're, I mean, they're just, they're losing out on, on box office. Right. But in all honesty, like how much box office is really going to be there anymore? Correct. But should you cut a better deal? Right. I, I think that's, that's where it's at. Right. You know, what's our stake? Right. Should, should we get a percentage off your subscribers? You or should I mean? Warner Brothers just pay, like, say, okay, okay, you paid uh, $175 million to make Kong versus Godzilla. We'll, we'll pay you $200 million. Right. You make, you make $25 million. Yeah. Here you go. And we'll just release it. You know what I mean? You, you, you paid $160 million to make Dune. Here, you know, here, here's $200 million. Yeah, something has 40. To Yeah, like, I mean, I, I could see where, like, that because that's what Netflix does. Like, Netflix buys, like, they're buying the movie from you where you're making a profit. And then puts it on their service where they're already making, you know, a billion dollars a year. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I think a new deal has to be reached, that's all. Right. No, I agree. Like, they have to do something. Because um, especially, like, in a situation, like guess, where it's not really your movie. It just has your banner on it because you're the distributor. Right. But I think that's going to come across the way you now. I think that's going to come across on a lot of companies like that. Right. Like, I don't know the full story, but I remember back in the day, like, there was a huge hullabaloo about getting Star Wars onto HBO. Right. You know, like, HBO existed at the time that the first two Star Wars movies came out, but, like, I don't think the first Star Wars movie made its way on the HBO until, like, 1984, like, after all three movies had been released in theaters. Right. You know, and then when that happened, like HBO, like, you know, so like, I don't know if like the deal had to be cut with Lucasfilm or if, it, you know, 20th Century Fox was the distributor of the movie. I mean, they, they, they financed the first one, but mm-hmm. the second and the third were finan- were self-financed by Lucas. Right. And then distributed by 20th Century Fox. Right. So... Like I don't I don't know how that deal had to be worked out with Lucasfilm and 20th Century Fox. Like, but I remember like I mean, it was years before 
Star Wars was on HBO. Right. You know, so like, I think that's a prime example, again, like where you have like a, somebody who self-finances their movie in Lucasfilm and then has a distributor putting the movie out for them. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's above our pay grade. It is. It's above our pay grade, but it's interesting because, like, you know, last week we were talking about, like, wow, this is huge. And it's even bigger because apparently, like, they didn't discuss it with anybody. <laughs> right. Like, every, like, like apparently, like, like, legendary films and their people were, like, blindsided by this announcement. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're doing what? <laughs> what? Our movie? Yeah. You can't, because apparently they were looking, they were talking to Netflix about it. Wow. Legendary was. Like, Legendary yeah. was talking to Netflix about Kong versus Godzilla going straight to streaming on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And Warner Bros. was like, mm, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to, that's not going to happen. You know? <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but we have our own streaming service. Right. It's right. not doing very well, but we have our own. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how much better it's doing now, though. What's that? I wonder how much better HBO Max is doing now. Because, you know, it's one of those situations where half of their problem was was getting it like it was only available on like google home right um, you know apple tv you know it's still not available on roku which is like <laughs> the biggest if not one of the biggest um streaming providers streaming devices yeah you know so and it just became available on the Amazon Fire Stick. Right. I know. know. So, like, that, that's how I got it. You know, it's through, you know, but I was waiting for it to come available on Amazon. Um, right. I, I, and I mean, and I know, like, at the last minute, they reached a deal with Comcast where if you subscribe to HBO through Comcast, you can get HBO Max at no additional cost. And that's what we got. Right. That's what we got, too. Well. But, I think that's how we got it. Yeah. I'm not sure. But you still can't get HBO Max. Like, they don't have an app on the Comcast um, cable box. Oh, okay. Like, for whatever reason, like, I can get Netflix, I can get Hulu, I can get YouTube, but I can't get, like, HBO Max. Right. You know, I can't get Dis- like it's it's weird like the contracts that they have because like I can't get Disney Plus on there, I can't get CBS All Access. Um, on what? On like my cable box. Oh, okay. You know, like I mean, I for for me to watch CBS All Access, I have to watch it on the Fire Stick. Same thing with yeah. Disney Plus; it's on the Fire Stick. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, so it, it's like it's interesting, like. So I wonder not to become available on the Fire Stick through Amazon. Like how 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 much did their subscriptions take off? Right. Or or did it like because like I don't know if people like I I knew it because I pay attention to this shit. 
Right. You know, like even if I did, we weren't, wasn't doing the podcast, I would still pay attention to stuff like that because it's always intrigued me. I get, you know, from working at Dish Network, like shit like that's always intrigued me. Right. Right. Um, but like, so it's like one of those things where it's where to me, like I would have paid attention and I would be like, oh, okay, this is available now. That's cool. But like, I wonder how many people like have no fucking clue. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I pay attention because I have a fire stick, right? Right. So I've cut the cord, so I, I don't have any of those providers. Right. You know what I mean? Like cable providers. Right. But from a fire stick user standpoint, I couldn't get Max till what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, like two, three weeks ago, yeah. Something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and I've been waiting for Max. But I think I don't think we had to subscribe to it. I think because we had HBO already. Huh? You were subscribed to HBO through something. Through Prime. Yeah. And so I think Max came along with it. Right. Right. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, like, I'm just trying to think of my subscriptions. Right. I'm still well below what I would pay for cable. Right. No, I understand that. Even but, with mean, YouTube TV. Yeah. I'm still below. Right. And well, the yeah. only reason I got YouTube TV was because I wanted, well, YouTube TV, it's nice because I can get local news. Yeah. You can get local and you can get live shows. And then you can also get, well, you know, I can get a streaming football game, Steelers right. game. Uh Without it being broken up, or you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just I, I found it interesting, like you know, like I, I think two of the biggest streaming devices are the Fire Stick and, and the Roku device. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and again, like I I just I it amazes me, like I don't know how well they market themselves to say. Hey, if you've got a fire stick, you can get this now. Right. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, it's weird. I you know, when I talk to people, I know I talk to people that they have um they either have Roku or Prime. Right. You know what I mean? A Prime stick. Right. Um, but I don't know a lot of people that have Apple TV. No, neither do I. I mean, I know a few, but I, I don't know a whole shit ton. Yeah. And I just feel like that's, it's almost like a failing service, I guess. Yeah. It's just not very well. I, maybe, maybe it's not. I, I don't know. Maybe in other countries, Apple TV is like what you get. You know what yeah. I mean? But I don't know here. I don't know about here in the United States. I'd like to know those numbers because I mean, supposedly Apple TV is big. You know what I mean? Well, but, it's, it. I think it's it's one of those things where it's like, but just not a lot of content. Yeah, when they, they don't have a lot of content on on their streaming service. Um, but also I, I think it's like. Like, I, I, I look at people who, like, have, like, like, I mean, I have an iPhone. Don't get me wrong. And I love my iPhone. 
I've right. only ever had an iPhone. Right. Um, I've I've tinkered with Androids. Other people who like have Android devices have let me tinkered with them, and I get the appeal of the Android. But I love having an iPhone. But like other than the iPhone, like I'm not a big fan of anything else that Apple puts out. Right. Probably because it's too fucking expensive. I agree. Like, if I want an Apple laptop, man, I, I you know, I've got to like sacrifice a limb. Expensive, right? Yeah, extraordinarily expensive. Whereas, like, like you know, I can I can get like a a Windows based laptop for three hundred bucks. Yeah. You know. So like it 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 is it's it's confounding yeah, max, to me. Max are ten times that much. Yeah. And I mean, and I get like I mean, people talk about like you know, especially podcasts. It's like you know, GarageBand is the thing to use, and I I get that, and I, you're probably right, but I just can't afford to drop a thousand dollars on a on a laptop from Apple. Yeah, you're looking more than that. Yeah. I mean, a thousand bucks is probably for a baseline one. Right. You know. Uh, so like, it, but it's fu- and it's funny. Like, I mean, you know, Apple started as like the the company that wanted to be in every classroom. You know, the Apple IIe was, you know, something I, I, I learned, like, a lot of programming on. Right, like, right. Spreadsheets and shit like that, like, when I was in high school. And now, you know, the, the, they went from that to being, like, this uber expensive. But, I mean, it's a good machine. It's a fantastic machine. But, man, it's expensive. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, whereas, like, you know, I could... I can go buy an H- HP laptop for like 300 bucks. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. But, but, but my, my comparison, yeah, my comparison is like, like, so I think like the only people who are buying like that stuff are like, like Apple loyalists. And there are those right. people who are like strictly Apple loyalists. Right. You know, I'm not one of them, you know, uh, but I'm all, like, it's like, <laughs> we're like this weird menagerie in this house. It's like, you know, I've, I've got a Dell laptop. We've got, you know, Google home devices all over the house. I've got an app, you know, an Apple iPhone, like not, nothing matches with an Amazon fire stick, you know, right, right, right. like nothing fucking matches. It's nothing is compatible. <laughs> That's how we roll here. That's right. All right. All right, let's uh let's go and dip our Tony old mailbag. All right. Mailbag. And uh and as always, we start with a good friend, Superfan Thad. Thad writes in hello to my two favorite greatest American heroes. Nice. Nice. I've been watching old episodes of the Greatest American Hero on the cock. P for short. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Hmm. I'm glad you found something there on the old peacock to watch. Um, I will admit, I have not been a fan of that service. No? No, I get it for free. Nancy uses... The only thing I've found that it's good for is, like, old episodes of shows. Right. Like, in all honesty... Like anything that was done by Universal, they basically have on that sh- on that service now. Right. And like, you know, but like they're they're like modern, like they're 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 
exclusive content has not been that good. Huh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, so, like, it, it's like I have it downloaded on, like, I, mean, I get it because I have Comcast, but, you know, Nancy watches some older stuff. But I haven't watched it in quite some time. Yeah. And then when I was watching, I was using it for watching old episodes of 30 Rock. Nice. You know, so. Um, Fed continues. I used a Sharpie on my TV and blacked out the P. All I want to see is cock. I'm just shaking my head. I'm willing to bet Mr. Slave 1 will be the replacement for the Razor Crest when Boba Fett dies in Season 2. I can see the headlines now. Din and Groku ride Mr. Slave. He's just killing me. (laughs) Mr. Slave into the sunset. It's kind of like Thad and Tim riding Sean into the sun. Oh, no. Giddy up, my little doggie. Oh, my goodness. What do you guys want for Christmas? Pretend you're sitting on my lap and tell Santa what you want. No. No, I'm not. No, that's just that's just strong on so many levels. Um. Okay, it's time to go. My greatest American hero costume just came from Amazon. I'm gonna mm-hmm. cut out the crotch and play hero with platypus. Wow. Nice. Something tells me she's gonna be the one wearing the costume and cutting out the crotch. <laughs> right. For pegging purposes. <laughs> All right, there you have it. There's the show. Nice. Anything, anything you'd like to add to uh to to the proceedings there, sir? No, I'm good, man. All right. Well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, you can send us an email, like Thad does each and every week. I can uh, send that email to us at pittsburghnerd@yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And lastly, um, we're a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great stuff they have to offer. And as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. I can't thank you enough for uh, enjoying our hijinks and shenanigans, and uh, we wish you all the best. Sweet. And then on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. Peace.